By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're tuning into another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories in roughly 20 minutes. Episode 98. Holy smokes. 100 is almost here. I want to know what you guys want me to do for episode 100. It's the people's episode. Should I do one just strictly about me? Kind of a refresher for everybody that doesn't want to listen to every episode. Kind of like a restart button. 100 and above. Let me know what you think. If you have any good ideas, I'll do it. If you have a bad idea, I'll probably still do it. 2010minutes.com for all your 2010 minute needs. Go check me out there. I don't really have much on the website, but you can also buy some of my merch, learn about me, contact me, look at some photos, you know, the whole nine yards. I just have a website so I can put stuff on it. Don't forget 988 is the suicide prevention hotline. Um, We don't have the long number anymore that you have to remember, and I don't remember what it is, but I don't care because 988 is where it's at. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can notice I'm wearing a new hat. It's one of those low brim hats, those low crown hats. I never thought I'd like these hats, but I look pretty good in it. It's from November. The good people from November sent me some good stuff um, to give away, and they gave me an extra hat for me to wear. So anyone that donates to my November page, I'll throw them into a slight raffle to win all this merch from November, and I'll throw in a 20 minutes hat and t-shirt of your choosing, either the flat brim, the dad hat, or the winter hat. So uh, be sure to donate if you can. Uh, It's to help testicular cancer, prostate cancer, suicide awareness, and men's health. Um, So the rules are you had to shave. I didn't know that. I thought you just had to have a mustache. So I had to bare bick my face, which I haven't done in a long time. I got a little baby face. So I'll be growing the mustache. You can uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 2010minutes.com so you can be updated with that. But yeah, I'm $465 donated out of the thousand for my personal account. And then for the team, we have 665 out of the 2000 we're trying to reach. Shout out to Aaron, Mike, Colin, and Will for joining my team. There's still time for you to join my team or just show your mustache so I can share it off. Um, but yeah, November is here. Holler at your boy. Get some donations in. Help me reach that goal. I really appreciate it. Um, Halloween was just recently. And uh, for November 1st and November, I'm also giving up sweets and alcohol for the whole month. I don't know how I'm going to do it because I am ai got—I don't even have a sweet tooth. I got sweet teeth, baby. So there's no alcohol I can do. I went out a whole year with no alcohol, and it was probably the best year of my life. I don't know why I don't keep doing it. Alcohol is funny. It's straight up poison. We're like, you know what? Let's drink this and feel like shit. Um, I, I, anybody that is sober or getting sober or fighting the good fight, I respect the shit out of you. Um, anybody that chooses not to drink or not to do drugs, you guys are elite. And I, and people that don't have tattoos, you guys are elite. That's like pretty much my best friend, Duff. Um, but yeah, no tattoos is another one. I have a bunch of funny shitty tattoos. I have shitty tattoos, but they're not shitty in quality. If you get what I mean, but yeah, shout out to all those people that are sober, drug free and tattoo free. I love you guys. Uh, for Halloween, I was Elton John Cena, which was a combo of Elton John and John Cena. A lot of people didn't get it at first, but I had to explain it. There's no better feeling when someone knows what your costume is right away, but when you have to explain it, you're like, ah, man, I wish this was better. But I get it. 
It's a tough costume to realize. I even put eyeliner on my tooth to make it look like I had a gap tooth. It's a good. It was a good costume. If you were looking on YouTube, hopefully I put up a photo of it. Um, so I was reading this. So I uh, for my cat. My buddy Joe uh, has a cat, and he lived on cat TV for his cat, which I need to start doing because my living area is pretty small, and uh, my cats, I feel like they need something to do. So I put on cat TV, which is pretty much birds and squirrels making noises, and it's like you can play it for like 12 hours. I didn't know this. Um, but I was reading that seeing, listening to birds can improve your mental health study finds. I don't know about that in the morning. That like when they wake you up, but it is like a cartoon, like, you know what I mean? Like the fluttering of the bird waking you up on a sunny day. I like birds, but there's those people out there that think, I, I don't know if they're just joking. You know how some people are just like saying things ironically and I don't know if they're being serious or not, but people think like birds are fake and they're drones and the government spying on us. People think that, but I, I don't know if they're just being ironic because I saw like a rally of one and I was like, this is kind of funny, but I don't know if it's really true or not freaks me out but cat tv if you have a cat throw it on even with dogs i think if you play classical music for dogs they they have less stress or if they have separation anxiety buy a mannequin and just put it in your clothes and they won't be sad and lonely i saw that on a tiktok i think i've talked about this if sharing is caring why are cold sores not called cool sores you know what i mean I, I think I have a cold sore coming, and I'm not afraid to admit it because there a lot of people get them. I think it's HPV one, which isn't like herpes, but it kind of is. You can give herpes if you have cold sores, so you got to practice safe sex. Everyone out there, you got to practice safe sex. You don't want to be passing HPVs, STDs, STIs, whatever you want to call them. This is a word from Tim McCarthy of host of Twenty Ten Minutes practice safe sex and uh yeah let's get into the show i love these little beginning ones where it has nothing to do with mental health and everyone's like we don't give a shit about you <laughs> just talk about this but maybe it could be the other way it's like hey stop talking about shit that you're reading and just tell us about your miserable life my mood changes have been still going on even though i'm taking meds it's not like a rage mood swing but it's like I, I talked about this as like my feelings and beliefs change. We're like, this is the example I gave. It's like, I really love the color blue. And then the next day I'm like, you know what? Blue's not that cool of a color. And then one day I'll be like, you know what? Blue sucks. I hate the color blue. And then like the next day we'll be like, you know what? Blue's not that bad. And that happens with a lot of things with me. And I don't know what's going on. So I told my prescriber about it. He told me to watch it. So I don't know what that means. I'm just going to, I need to get a journal. I think I need to start journaling so I can remember my thoughts and just write down like what I believe in, uh, like how I'm feeling. I think I need to really start on that and I got to buy a journal. If anyone has it, oh, actually, you know what? I have a journal from the Be Fulfilled Tony Grebmeyer interview. So I got a couple of those left if anyone wants one. But yeah, I need to start journaling and figuring out what the fuck is wrong with me because it drives me nuts. And I just never know how my day is going to go. And I feel like, saying these things as like someone with a mental illness it's like yeah everyone feels like that and some days it's just like i don't know like waking you like you can wake up on the wrong side of the bed but like i wake up and i'm like i don't know how i'm going to feel today about anything like I, like some days i'm like oh hopefully my car flips over it's like no what today's a great day like i can get a lot of things done like sometimes i want to make little instagram reels like i'm really into it like i used to do these um acting shorts where i would take an intricate scene out of a movie and reenact it you can see that on my regular instagram timmy tacoma 
but yeah, stuff like that. And then I just like give up very quickly on things. I get hyper-focused on ideas and things I want to get into. Having the podcast for this long is insane to me because like I'll get into things like jujitsu. I got in really hard. I got down to a good weight. I competed. Now I haven't gone in like almost a year and I'm like very beat up about it, but it's hard to juggle my life, man. There's just so much going on. Being an adult kind of stinks. Don't you agree? HPD, that's not an STD. You know what HPD is? Histrionic personality disorder, commonly known as a drastic personality disorder, is a psychiatric disorder distinguished by a pattern of exaggerated emotionally and attention-seeking behaviors. Um, this one's new to me. I didn't know this was... I, I think I went over it, glossed over it real quick when I went over personality disorders, but I'm going to go over this one with uh, how it's kind of similar to narcissism, but they're a little bit different. So let's dive in. Um, some um, characteristics, you feel underappreciated or depressed when they're not the center of attention, have rapidly shifting and shallow emotions. They can be dramatic and extremely emotional, expressive, even to the point of embarrassing friends or family in public, which is kind of shitty. Like, I, I don't like being embarrassed myself and I don't like embarrassing people. It's like people at weddings that don't want to dance and then you go up, you're like, no, you got to come up and dance. Come up. Forcing someone to do something they don't want to do because they're embarrassed is like a really shitty move. And I'm not making fun of people that have this uh, personality disorder. It's just one of those things that like I personally hate. And it's unfortunate if like that's what you do. But everyone needs help that does shitty things. Like I do a lot of shitty things that I need help with. And it comes from my bipolar. Like people with bipolar uh, say a lot of shitty things to people. And I, I've gotten a lot better with that. Um, I am starving today, people. Um, they have a larger than life presence, uh, persistently charming and flirtatious, um, concerned about their physical appearance. They use their physical appearance to draw attention to themselves by wearing bright colored clothing or revealing clothing. See, some of these, I don't think I have this personality disorder, but a lot of these, like I do like being the center of attention a little bit. And I also love wearing ridiculous clothing because I feel like it's funny. You wear clothes that you can't see because you're wearing it. Like you can't see it from like a different perspective. Like you can see it in the mirror, but we'll never see exactly what we look like. And I like doing that for people's other side. They're like, wow, that, that's a cool shirt or whatever. But that's just me. Maybe I'm a fucking narcissist. Um, act inappropriately sexual with most people they meet, even when they're not sexually attracted to them. Yeah, I don't do that. Speak dramatically and express strong opinions, but with few facts or details to support their opinions. I think I used to be like that when you're like, no, ask my mother, ask my mother. I, I believe that. And it's like, I got no facts. Be gullible, or easy influenced by others, especially by the people they admire. Think their relationship with others are closer than they usually are. Have difficult maintaining relationships, often seeming fake or shallow in their interactions with others. Need instant gratification and become bored or frustrated very easily. Constantly seeking approval. Um, yeah, so those are the uh, characteristics of somebody with hysteronic personality disorder, also known as HPD. You cannot give that to somebody. Actually, you can give that to somebody genetically, but not sexually. You can be sexual as histrionic, but... You get what I'm saying. Uh, people with narcissistic personality disorder uh, have a need to be admired and get positive attention that is in line with their inflated sense of self-worth. That's what narcissism is. They struggle with lack of attention or negative attention. 
when I grew up, there was a wrestler called the narcissist Lex Luger. And I, I probably couldn't even spell the word, but watching that wrestler, I understood what a narcissist was. He was very full of himself and he brought out like mirrors to like look at his physique, even though he looked great. But he was a narcissist. But then he became a good guy and became the all-American hero and uh, body slam Yokozuna. So people with histrionic histrionic personality disorder, on the other hand, seek attention in general, regardless of the type of situation type of attention so again narcissists have a need to be admired and get positive attention that is in line with their inflated self-worth hysteronic seek attention in general regardless the type of attention so that's a little bit of a difference there it is possible for the same person to experience both which must be exhausting uh this is called uh cormabid i don't know if that's how you pronounce it um but I didn't know that. You can have uh, different personality disorders all at once. Uh, the primary difference between narcissist personality disorder and those with hysteronic is that people with NPD, which is narcissist, uh, have an inflated self sense of, has an inflated sense of self and expect others to have the same view as them. While people with HPD wants the approval and attention of others necessarily believing that they are deserving in it. So again, traits with HPD, seek attention, willing to be viewed as fragile or dependent to get attention, display rapidly shifting or shallow expression of emotions, use sexuality to gain attention, and more common in women, which is very interesting because HPD is very more common in women and NPD, narcissism, is more common in men. I want you to think about that and why is that? Um, But yeah, that's very interesting that it's more common in women for HPD um, and then men with NPD. Um, It just feels like two different things you know like uh, it's like a female word and a male word like the narcissist like feels like it goes with men like that's the word it's like dude you're a fucking narcissist it's like girl you a narcissist it's like girl you a hysteronic um but yeah these aren't really that funny um and i want to talk about um how to help somebody with the personality disorder because that's what we need to do um but yeah, narcissists expect admiration and positive feedback, inflated sense of self, dismissive of others, struggle with empathy, less emotionally expressive, use sex for personal gain, and more common in, in men. Um, so yeah, how to help somebody with a personality disorder. Um, obviously, like for me, it's like you got to go into it with kid gloves. You got to be very um, careful. You don't want to get people riled up because they might not know they have it, which is uh, understandable. Um, and I feel like these things are very, um, genetic inherited. Like this is my theory. It's like, if you can say I have narcissism and I pass it on to my son or whatever, before I have a son, if I get that fixed inside me and like I control it, does that genetics still pass on regardless if I get myself better? Probably not. Right. Cause it's genetics. You can't change genetics or your G- DNA. Um, but also childhood trauma is a big one and parenting styles is another one that can cause both of these. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's an uphill battle if uh, you get all three of those. Um, so remind them of other aspects of their personality. A diagnosis of personality disorder doesn't stop someone from being likable, intelligent, funny, kind, highly motivated, or creative. It can be reassuring to remind them of the other things you see in them, particularly if they struggle to see themselves. That's a good one. Bring out the positive in their life. Try to both set clear boundaries and expectation. It can be helpful to make sure you know both know where the boundaries are in your relationship and what to expect from each other. This can help you both manage difficult feelings and situations, agreeing how you expect to speak or each other be spoken to or what you are able to help with 
could be useful to clarify. Plan ahead. It can be scary if you're worried someone you care about is hurting themselves or is struggling with suicidal thoughts. Ask them how you could help when things are difficult. Um, learn their triggers. I never really understood what a trigger was until I learned about like PTSD. Um, and like, I should probably put trigger. Like, there's a bit debate if like people should put trigger warnings on things. Like I never understood that when they, someone puts a trigger warning and they put the word in there, but they put like a asterisk in the word. It's like, I know what that word is and I'm still reading it. So like putting a, an asterisk in the world, suicide it's like, I know that word says suicide. So I, d I don't know how to go about that. I understand it. Some people get triggered. Some people don't. You can't please everybody. Um, so yeah. Um, so talk to your loved one and try to work out situations or conversations that make them think or feel negative thoughts and emotions. Try to uplift them. Learn more about personality disorder. Do your own research. Uh, help challenge the stigma. Uh, it's a complicated diagnosis, and your loved one may have to deal with other people's misconceptions on top of co coping with their own mental health problem. Um, help them seek treatment or support. Don't push them. Be very kind to them and be like, hey, I'm, I'm noticing a lot of different things. Maybe you should go get help. And if you don't want to, that's fine. A little reverse psychology. Again, I'm not a professional. Don't take this uh, exactly. Don't take this as professional. Do what you will. Do your own research. This is the research I did. Um, help them find an advocate. Maybe you find somebody that has gone through it and they can help them, obviously. I think once you find other people, misery loves company. So if you find, I'm in like a Facebook group with other bipolar people and it's cool to see uh, people have the same issues that I have. Um, but yeah. That's just uh, how you feel. And then you got to make sure you take care of yourself too uh, on the other end. I always forget about the people that help me out, that they're doing the best they can and they have to take care of themselves uh, before you can take some care of other people. It's kind of like the mask on an airplane. You got to make sure you secure yours first before you can secure somebody else's. So it's like the airplane mask. Uh, supporting a loved one is uh, who is struggling can be really difficult. Try to remember your own mental health is important. Um, yeah, so you got to make sure you take care of yourself. Again, genetics is a big one. Childhood trauma, parenting styles are reasons for possible personality disorders. Um, so yeah, this is very interesting with the histrionic one. Uh, again, I never really dove into this one. It was um, it was a good suggestion. I like this topic. I'm kind of stalling a little bit because I have like one minute left and I don't know what to really say. Um, but yeah, donate to my Movember page if you can, even if it's a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, or a million. I'd be gratefully appreciated. Um, again, I'll be wearing this hat all month, and I probably be wearing it for the rest of my life because this is a nice hat. It's one of those like semi-wool ones that keep my head warm. Um, but three things I am grateful for. I am grateful for uh, the Movember people. They're gonna. I'm gonna have an interview with the rep. Uh, that I'll be putting out shortly. I uh, get some interviews lined up, and I got some really cool people coming. I got a pretty pretty good name coming up that uh that's a throwback and who's like very big with the mental health advocacy and i can't wait to share that one with you but listen to this every time i say i'm going to have somebody on that i i i booked that i never record with i gotta stop doing that and hopefully this is the time that it works three things i'm grateful for again the november i'm also grateful for good sleep i've been getting better sleep and i'm also grateful for cat tv it helps out my cats, and I want to make sure that my cat doesn't pee on my clothes anymore. That's another episode of 2010 Minutes, episode 98. 
I thank you guys so much for checking out another episode. Please go and contact me um, on 2010minutes.com. Follow me on all social media. And that's it. Episode 98. 99's coming. And then the big 100. Again, make sure you hit me up and let me know what you want to hear on episode 100. I love you guys. And have a good one. podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.